Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 218 of the Cooling Out podcast. Uh, if this sounds foreign to you, it's because the usual host, Jarrell, is uh, currently out lawyering, you know. He didn't get that title for anything, you know? So uh, in his stead though, is my friend, colleague, basketball aficionado. I think at this point you have the cooling out record for most appearances. I think this is I, your four. I was trying to think if it's five or six, or maybe it's four, I don't even know. Yeah, four or five. I think you're a record holder, at least tied. My buddy Austin, man, long overdue. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It is long overdue. I don't even remember the last time I was chilling with you guys. It's been a minute. Yeah, I want to say last year when we were talking about the, what, 1920 season, not knowing that it would extend a whole, like, year. But, uh, <laughs> too long. Yeah, that sounds right, but too long. Yeah, so we definitely tried doing this. I know around the finals I tried to get you, I think, the original season restart in the summer, but... With the 2020-21 season coming up, I thought it would be a good time. There's a lot going on. Uh, I don't know where to start. I guess the present stuff. What's your thought with the Harden? We'll start there and we can just open up and go whatever. But this Harden saga, what do you think? Um, I mean, I have mixed feelings about it because it's like I'm all for the players and like I love player empowerment and all those things. But it's like he's handling it terribly. And he's being just, he's being disrespectful and unprofessional and all of those things. And I really kind of was thinking about it today and yesterday and the past week or so. And I think he's doing it so his value just plummets. Like that has to be why he's doing it. Because it's like, yeah. he knows the Nets aren't giving up Kyrie or KD. And like, they're not going to, they're, they're, they're going to have to split a dollar into 10 dimes or four quarters or whatever. So it's like he's making his value drop so much. So mm-hmm. the Rockets will be like, fine, we got to get rid of this guy and at least get Laverne, and Dinwiddie and whoever back, you know. Yeah. But I think he reported, what, yesterday to camp? Yeah, and I think he has to take like five or six consecutive um, negative COVID tests. So he's not even going to be able to be with the players for a little bit. <clears throat> he... The Rockets have no reason to trade him right now, but there's no way he's going to finish the season as a Houston Rocket. 
There's no way. No, like, no. He, he's gone within the next month, I think. Like, yeah. We'll see. I mean, if if Houston can get Ben Simmons somehow, mm-hmm. they are thrilled because yeah. that's the best player they're going to get back. Right. Yeah, there's, there's no um, really reported trades that can yield that kind of value. Like the Philly deal can, clearly, that we yeah. know of. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, Ben Simmons, Matisse Thibel, and two first-round picks. Houston mm-hmm. is just like, okay, it's the best I can get. Like, I'll, I'll take it. You know, and that's not bad. Like, Ben Simmons is 23 All-star. years old. Yeah, like, all-NBA, all-defensive team. He just signed his contract. I think he's, like, the third-best defender in the whole league. Like, yeah. behind, like, A.B. and Giannis, and then Ben Simmons is third. In that order, I think, by the way. <laughs> I, I think he was first team, right? All yeah, defense? Was, I think he was first team, yeah. So, yeah. you know, Houston would be thrilled if they can get him back. I, I just don't see him going to the Nets, though. I just don't see it. They just don't have enough. Houston uh-huh. has no incentive to trade him there. And uh, he's got two years left on his contract. Like, why would they do that? Yeah, that's what I'm – because I agree with everything you said. I am all for the players in most cases, but this is just the extreme now. Way too much. Like, I think the most recent that I could think of – I know AD last year did this, but even he handled it better in that – you hate that he bolted from the team, but he told them, I'm not going to resign here. Uh, I have one more year on my contract after this. I'm not going to resign here. And then his agent, Rich Paul, did the due diligence. You can sign him. He didn't, like, really veto any place, but I'm not going to stay. I know Boston tried to do that. And he should now. Work. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's not hanging out with a little baby at strip clubs. Like, absolutely yeah. Harden is, after they've done every move you've ever asked, Dwight, Paul, Westbrook, now you're mad at the team's direction and its assets in which it's all revolved around you. Exactly. So it's like, and then you have two years on your contract. He has a player option, but he's, if he's still there, he wouldn't take it. But you have two years. You don't have any leverage. And if I'm Houston, like you said, I'm not just trading you. Like, for all his, like, faults and the players and whatnot, it's James Harden. He's a top five player. I need a mountain. Drew Holiday garnered, like, multiple first round picks yeah that just left an all-star game <laughs> and like, that ruins the whole balance of trade value this offseason because yeah the only reason they did that it's it's like the, it's similar to like clippers with paul george like the only reason they signed paul george was because and gave up that much was because they if they didn't do that they wouldn't get him or Kawhi. so that's yeah. the only reason they did that and mm-hmm. like the Bucks are doing that, but they still don't have a guarantee. Yeah, God. we'll just, get to the yeah. Yeah, they just hope that it'll work. He said some some more things uh, today, but we could get to that. Yeah, uh, I actually didn't read like uh, you know <laughs> I'm not thinking about that or whatever. You know, you're thinking about that 240 million or whatever. I guarantee you're thinking about that. But uh, yeah, ultimately, if I'm Houston, I'm not I'm not just trading you away. Like if the Nets want. The Nets would have – they're not going to offer KD, and they're not going to offer Kyrie even though – and even if they did, like you said, it's Ben Simmons. I want a player even, like, roughly the stature of Harden. No, but you're not going to get a one-to-one. There's not – all the, all the players around his level are better than him aren't leaving their teams. 
Ben Simmons is the best you could do. It beats the combination of what Dinwiddie, Levert, um, Joe ha- Joe Harris, and or Josh, not Josh, um, Jared Allen, and Pitt. it beats that. I read some. I don't know if it was legit. It, it definitely wasn't because it hasn't gained more steam. But it was just something on Twitter. I think that they're looking into potentially a three-team deal for like Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull. Mm. So it's like if Houston can get, I don't know exactly how it would work, but just from Houston's side, if they can get Lavert, Dinwiddie, Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull, they might mm-hmm. just say, okay, that's enough. Like if we, if Maury is like, I'm not giving you Ben Simmons, I need Ben Simmons, Embiid, and Harden. I'll give you everyone else, but I'm not giving up Ben Simmons. Uh, but Houston might be like, okay, I'll do it. I mean, I it would, it, the Sixers would have to be humming like number one in the East for me to ever look at a Harden for Ben Simmons. The moment you say Ben and we're on the phone, it's done. Bring yeah. it into the league. I yeah. could get James Harden and Embiid on the same team. You do it in a, in a millisecond. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> you do it and, every time. To your point, I think it is a, a Harden's maniacal plan to like suppress his market. But it has to be. There's no other explanation. Yeah. Like we know, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know that like, he's going to leave. You know he's not happy. So it's like, and he knows that teams want equal value back. So he mm-hmm. needs to lower his value so they can get almost equal value. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only yeah. You see the latest reports now that he's open and like the Sixers are a contender because the Nets thing is just a non-starter. They just don't have it. Who else is another contender? Like, obviously, like, you, you heard rumblings about the Nets or 76ers because that could make sense for mm-hmm. however long, three weeks or a month or however long this has been going on. But who else is a contender? Bucks? Right. Not anymore. They have no assets. Yeah. They gave no. them up for two holidays. No. <laughs> they have nothing now. And those draft picks are going to be bad because they're probably going to be a good team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the next three years, unless Giannis leaves. But that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no other contender. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him still being with the team, even approaching the trade deadline. Jarrell said he's going to finish the season, which I thought was nuts. I, I was like, so. what, what have you been watching? But it's crazy because it's like I'm definitely thinking like, there's no way Harden is going to finish the season like Jarrell thinks. Like, I I don't think that. I think he's got no. a trade deadline like 99 percent. But I'm also like, there's no way the Nets will be able to do it. And I also think there's no other contender besides the Nets and the 76ers. So it's like process of elimination. It has to be the 76ers. Yeah, what I want to see play out is like how how much can you really pull at these teams' leverage? Because what would it take for you to mention like Kyrie's name? Because, you know, they too came as a duo package. So I I know why you couldn't do that because you might upset KD. But then you got um, Maury saying, like, he wants to see how these young stars mesh. Yeah. And part of me, I don't know if that's true or you just, like, negotiation tactics. But I want these oh. these teams to be pushed to the brink and, like, let's really see. I've been saying for probably two or three years when people have been, like, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid can't coexist. I'm like, just give them one year mm-hmm. without trust the process, Brett Brown. and. Right they got Doc Rivers and they got Maury and Maury fixed their Al Horford contract deal 
within 30 minutes of being the GM of that. Yeah. And they got actual shooters and they have defenders and they're, they can be really nice. I, I don't think it's just a smoke screen where it's like, let, I want to see how these players play out. But at the same time, I do think it's, it's negotiation tactics at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But we'll see. If he's, Houston called me now. I'm like, all right, I guess we'll just never know how it would have been. I'm trading I know, him. I know two things about Daryl Morey. He loves James Harden. And he Love. always, he always <laughs> goes for it. He always yeah. trades for the big names. So I think it'll happen, but we'll see. Yeah, we can move on shortly, but you get James Harden and Embiid. You're talking about – they're definitely two of the top five in the East. Uh, Harden's after KD and Giannis, depending. He could, he's the second or third best player in the East. Yeah. And then Embiid is definitely fourth or fifth. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be. I don't it, – it's always hard to imagine. I don't love the actual fit in terms yeah, of, like, them. It, it's kind of awkward and clunky and weird, but mm-hmm. – I think James Harden can go back to that year, especially if Ben Simmons is gone, where he's the point guard and he leads the league in assists and he's just yeah. dumping off the Joel Embiid. Like, I thought that's when he was at his best, when he's getting, you know, 30 and 11 is better than like 36 and 7 or whatever. Yeah. You just dribble, yeah. dribble, dribble, 6'5 center PJ Tucker. Like, I just thought that flowed better and whatever. And you mentioned before, like, what would it take for – um, Kyrie's name to come up I mm-hmm. think that it's more likely than people think even though KD and Kyrie are boys I would Kyrie love is, oh like, I would doing die some laughing stuff <laughs> in terms of like yeah media blackout whatever and it's like okay I kind of get what you're saying like maybe like you're misconstrued a lot and like you think you're smarter than you are and like all mm-hmm. of those things but yeah. like what that really means is KD is going to get asked about Kyrie every single day and you oh, know how that's Katie a good point yeah either so it's like yeah, he could get prickly <laughs> he can get weird real quick especially with them both adapting to it and Katie yeah. an injury it can get really weird i don't think people are thinking of that yeah it'd be interesting to see how it plays out i hope we get an end to this saga soon though it'd be good if he's on a new team before um training camp which is what not training camp before the season starts. Was that two weeks? But twenty uh, second, yeah. Yeah, but from one uncertainty to another, just because this is as of today, Giannis, just tell him you don't want to stay. Like <laughs> you don't have to do this. You got it. Like I don't know. It's cl- It's getting clearer and clearer. Just tell him. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. At first, he was saying like, if AD and LeBron want to come to Milwaukee, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what? says something like that no i, I know could be the first like, second or third option two years in a row but lebron's still the best it's like i'm like huh why would you was, say that it was sad <laughs> it was sad <laughs> and i'm like i was like yo he might actually come to the lakers <laughs> like next year but once ad signed that deal it's not happening yeah and yeah Nobody wants to win a championship more than me, but you just have to take it step by step. That's what he said today. And it's not a championship or bust season. Look. How? How is it not? I mean, well, if they make it to the finals and they, you know, hard fought six or seven games against the Lakers, who will obviously be there, then it's like I can think like if I'm him, I'm like, okay, I'm one piece away. And I'm going to improve even more. Because he just turned 26 like yesterday. 
He's still That's a good young. point. It's a good point. So like, but if 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 they lose in the second round in five to the Nets, which I think will happen, he's gone hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I he just uh for a back to back MVP, and I know I'm being too hard on him, he just underwhelms me at times. Uh, even, and then the playoffs didn't help. But like you said, he just turned twenty six. He's only gonna get better. But that you mentioned one piece. That piece is never coming to Milwaukee. No, That's no, the problem. Never, never. You had Bogdanovich, who's a piece, if you want to say that. Like he would be a nice touch. Like yeah. be a good solid, you know, combo guard with Drew Holiday on the court. Like they'd be decent. But yeah. like you messed it up. You messed and it up. These teams are always so weird and when they start cheap and then want to go all in when it when it, it's becoming more and more clear. Like how OKC, they didn't want to keep Harden, but then they went all in when they thought KD was leaving and he still left. Right. It's like with the Bucks now, now you want to go on in and get Drew Holiday and they tried Bogdanovich. But he didn't, Bogdanovich. But he didn't, when they could have just kept Brogdon, who at the time was a better player than Bledsoe, <laughs> they let him go. We talked about this like two years ago, I remember. Yeah. We were like, why? They extended Bledsoe like in the middle of the year. And I was yeah. like, why in the hell before the playoffs i remember yeah why would you do that and then a month later he got exposed by terry rogier who who got paid because of the (laughs) playoff series two three years ago by the way and and you let a 50 40 90 guy go it made no sense whatsoever at the time and now they're just like in panic mode and like trying to like make it work i just Mm -hmm. don't think it's gonna be enough Without question, fully agreed. And things like it's not championship or bus. If you don't win a championship, you're going to be mad at the team. So don't say stuff like that. You're going to be mad at yourself. You're going to be mad at the team. And then you probably, it's unlikely you'll stay after that. So stop it. You underwhelmed last season. And I too think the Nets, and we can discuss them. I think they're the, fl- the favorites. I always go with the talent. I believe KD Katie's the best man walking in the East. I think he's the best player. I think that team and the pieces around him, they should come out the East. You have them as a number one contender in the East, not overall, right? Okay, yeah, I agree. If Katie is 80% of Katie, he's still Mm -hmm. the best player in the East, and it's not even close. And it's not even close. It's not even close. It's not even close. close. Regular season, whatever. Giannis can average 34 and 15 and 7 next year and win three straight MVPs, and I don't care because he's – unless yeah. he's in the playoffs. He's in James Harden land. Yeah, it's like that Harden syndrome. It's like Harden averaged 40 this season. It's like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> 30 straight games of 30 points. I'm like, that's cool. What are you going to do when you play the Lakers or the Clippers or the Nuggets? Like, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Also, I think I think he leaves too. I, so I, I just – yeah. Yeah, what do you think his most likely destination is? I've seen the Heat murmurs, but I really, I really love the thought of him just going to Dallas with with Luca. They're not that he's twenty six. Luca just turned twenty one. Yeah, y'all could kind of age together. Luca's already, he's putting up year five numbers. Like he's <laughs> he's he's about to be an MVP candidate this season. He's the most he's favorite to win MVP right now. And. It, 21 yeah. you guys are five year difference you could grow yeah. together 
nice. it's like a clear and he just makes up for all the deficiencies that yeah and him and porzingis like they're, right. they're not like the most typical like you know four mm-hmm. five combination but they're seven four and six eleven so mm-hmm. it's like they'll get rebounds Giannis like was had 13 rebounds last year or however many he had and they're Cuban and all them boys are like, they're, they're putting things in motion already to make that happen. So I think that, or he could do some weird shit. Like he could go to the Raptors. I think like, he's just a different, yeah, like he can, he can definitely go to the Raptors. I think, I, I don't think the heat thing is going to happen. I, I, I don't think he wants to, I don't know. It could, it's too obvious though, but I, I think it's definitely Mavs or Raptors. Yeah, and I know these players talk among each other that things we're not privy to, but I know the Heat organization and whatnot. But, I mean, Dallas ain't that bad, and it's about who you play with on the court. Yeah. And, again, Luka is – It's Ron got, what, two years left on his current contract. After that, he's not going to do, like, another five. He might do, like, another two, uh, one to three years maybe. Yeah, two more. If he does. So it's like th- he's going to be gone. Like in the next, what, half decade, if you think? Maybe. Yeah. Yo, people wanted Zion to be the, fa- the next face of the NBA uh, so bad. But Luca's right there. And he's putting up Magic Johnson and LeBron James rookie in second-year numbers. Like, no one else has ever done anything like him. Except those two. Who yeah. are on Mount Rushmore of best players ever. Yeah. Like, he is so nasty. If you watched him in the playoffs, just your eye test. You're just like... He is filthy. He Phenomenal. Can, he's a genius on the court because, like, he plays like LeBron in terms of, like, he controls the game. He, can, he lights up the stat sheet. He gets rebounds. He gets bored. He's, he's basically a point guard, even though he's listed at a two, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he, he doesn't have the athleticism. But he just puts the ball in the basket. Like, the timing and, like, how he drives and, like, how he dips his shoulders is just different. Yeah, what do you average? Like, 26? 25, 26 or something like that? Yeah, it was like 26, 9, and 9 or something. And his, you look at the percentages, he's just going to get better. They were like kind of low, and he's doing this at tw- again at 21. It's just clear he has multiple MVPs in his future. And uh, Oh, yeah. Best player in the league. Yeah. He's, I, I have him as my eighth best player in the league right now. Or, sorry, ninth. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get to five or six. Like, like by February or by March. Like, he is that good, I think. Give me your 10 while we're on it. I got, in order, I got LeBron, KD, AD. I really wanted to put AD in front of KD, but I, I can't. I need, I need uh, another, I need one more year of AD doing that. LeBron, mm-hmm. KD, AD, uh, Kawhi, mm-hmm. Giannis, uh, Harden, Curry, Dame, Luka, Jokic. Mm, I like. I, 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 I like. The, the, the KD and AD 2-3 are, like, interchangeable. And then Harden, Steph, 6A and 6B mm-hmm. are also interchangeable. But that's what I got. I like. I like. I, no real arguments from me. Yeah. No real, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No real arguments from me. Um. I, Kawhi, uh, give me a reaction. Let's go back a bit with the, the Clippers collapse. 
I was so happy just because like I love <laughs> the turmoil. I mean, it's it was I've never seen anything like that. Like it was so terrible. It was like I mean, their their team's nasty. Like their their roster was the best top to bottom. Like better than the Lakers, Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. no doubt about that. I I thought that the entire year. I know you did too. Mm-hmm. It's. I still picked the Lakers, by the way, but I did. I do think on paper they were the best Lakers team. Is, but, I picked uh, Lakers at five. It should have been five. Like I picked it at the beginning yeah. of the year. But you know, <laughs> yeah. I, it was. It was. I can't believe they were up. They were up like nineteen in a closeout game, mm-hmm. and the Nuggets hit them with a little jab, and they couldn't get up. It was yeah it was insane. Like it wasn't like a scrappy dog fight at all. Like you need that energy. Like you need. And, and people are trying to say, like, oh, people didn't know their roles. Oh, Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams thought they were better than Kawhi and Paul George. Like, no, 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 no. How about Kawhi had two points in the fourth quarter of a closeout game and Paul George is hitting the side of the backboard? How about those two things? Like, that mm-hmm. – like, y- you win the league with stars and superstars. And when they mm-hmm. don't come through – it's their fault. Yeah. Yeah, anyone defending this, and I always start from, what if it was Braun? We, to this day, it would be on his tombstone. This day, and yeah. definitely entering the season, Bro. nobody would let him live it down. Ever, it has to start there. Ever, ever. ever. They still mention Dallas. <laughs> like, so no one would definitely ever let him live this down. Like you said, it's so improbable. Like, I remember that the Paul Millsap uh, quarter when uh, Morris, like, nudged him. I'm like, is this really happening? All right, cool. You st- there's no way they're going to lose this series. Right. Then they put they won game six. I remember it was a Sunday. I'm like, there's no way they're going to really win the series, though, as much as I want to see it. Me too. Because like you said, I love I the day seven, I'm like, all right, Kawhi, like, I don't like him as a leader. Like, I like his game, obviously. Like, he's nice, but, like, there's no the way. There's no yeah. way they're losing this game. This game seven. There's no way. And they, and he, he looked elderly, <laughs> way off P. <laughs> it was people, rough for him. People, people say that Kawhi is, is the best two way player in the league. I don't even Joe. have that. He can't defend like that anymore. Joe. You, Luca lit him up. Um, Jamal Murray lit him up. Let's chill now. Bro, Let's chill now. Exactly. He's not that guy. He's not. Yeah, his health. He has something with the knee that's not – he needed rest coming into the bubble. There, there's clearly something wrong with his knee that's not <laughs> – it might be degenerative. Or quad or whatever. Or his quad, yeah. But, you, know, you know how um, he's like, you know, he's a cyborg, he's a robot, he doesn't have any emotion. The only emotion he has – is wincing in pain when he <laughs> yeah. plays more than like 32 minutes a night and yeah. doesn't have five days off in between games. And he's doing that. And he's also like being late for, you know, flights for the team stuff. He's wild and do practice. Like, wow. It's foul. Foul. And I get it. You're a star. Uh, Paul George, he deserves all the flack that came his way from his teammates. <laughs> what is he Chill out. Nothing. Yeah. Come on. 
Chill nice. out. He came in third in MVP voting. So did Joakim Noah like eight years ago, not that long ago. Like that means nothing. Right. Yeah. Like do it again. And <laughs> speaking of thirds, don't forget just this week, it was his, uh, the third time for the third team he mentioned that he wanted to retire for. Bro. <laughs> Bro. He's like, Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant are my idols. They stayed with the same team for 20 years. Dirk Nowitzki, too. I want to be a pacer for life. Um, I just want to let you guys know I'm here to stay in Oklahoma City. I'm going to sign my contract. I'm like, yo, relax, bro. Relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I like his game. I think he's, like, a really good player. But, dude, he just – He's a nice guy, whatever, but he just picks and chooses the wrong things to say at the worst time where he's just going to get shit for it. Yeah, calling out Doc and then trying to go back on it and it's press. It's, it's just bad. It's, you were the one playing. It's so hard to lose. Like, to blow a 3-1 lead is just... Oh, there's so much room for error. Dude, you're up nine... That... Like, mm-hmm. at a macro level, of course, it's it's impossible to do that, like, seemingly. But, like, there's two minutes left in the third quarter of a closeout game, and you're up 19. Yeah. How, how do you lose that game? I don't know yeah. how it's possible to lose that game. And then you're so mentally weak that you let it happen again, like, two mm-hmm. days later when you're up 17. And then yeah. it happened again in game seven when, like, you just have to come through one time. It's just insane on all levels, micro, macro, whatever. It's, it's wild. How do you think they come back this year? I'm seeing, like, a lot of motivated chip on shoulder. I don't want to, yeah, you know, Luke, underestimate Luke them too Kinnard, much. Luke Kennard's the answer for them. Okay. I don't forget Surge. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I like the Surge pickup for them a lot. I think that, I think that they'll be – I think that they'll be – they need to get rid of Lou. I, lo- I like his game. I think he could be valuable on a team like mm-hmm. Dallas. Like, he can come off the bench and just, like, light him up when Luca's out just for points. Um, I think he's valuable, but, like, they got to go. They got to go. I don't know why they paid Marcus Morris that much money. 64 is wild. Four for 64 was crazy. He's, like, 30, isn't he? That was t- yeah. a terrible deal. And it, terrible, but – I like their team. I mean, on paper, they're, they're good. They're nice. I think Surge gives them a big upgrade um, <clears throat> at that position. But they really needed Rajon Rondo. They needed him so badly. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. They needed him more than they needed Surge, in my opinion. If they could have got both, then I'm scared of that team. If I'm yeah. But I'm not scared. Pat Bev yeah. and uh, Luke Kennard. They don't have, yeah, capable – no, they have capable playmakers, I'm not going to say. Both of the wings. Uh, Paul George is, you know, he's good. Kawhi, you know, he, can, he has his spurts too for playmakers, but they can't dominate like a, a Braun, Luka, like Harden. They need somebody, additional playmaker. They, they, don't so. even need, they don't even need someone at that level. That would just be, you know, automatic championship team. Like if they had someone at that level in terms of playmaking and whatnot, they just needed – someone like Rondo to come mm-hmm. on the bench. Like, you, as crazy as it sounds, like DJ Augustine. Like, why? 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Why didn't they go for him and just have yeah. him? Or, you know, be the point that closes games when Patrick Beverly is out. Like, why mm. didn't they just – like, Rondo for the Lakers, I don't even remember his stats, but he was playing, like, 25 minutes and he averaged, like, eight assists. Like, just yeah. crazy stuff in the playoffs. Like, they just need some some level of that. Um, yeah, if they could get, like, Alonzo, which is never going to happen. He'd be, like, a perfect, great fit. Yeah. Perfect but. fit for them. So they take a step back in that in that regard. Um, Trez versus Ibaka, I actually do favor as much as I love the Lakers. I don't think it's like a blowout, but I do favor Ibaka on a one-to-one. Yeah. And I think there's obviously Trez was a lot of, was adding to like the dissension in the locker room, like the things you're seeing after the fact in the Clippers. So maybe it'd be like, um, addition by subtraction, but the playmaking mm-hmm. spot is gonna, they might hum more in the regular season, but that playmaking, I think ultimately... That needs to be addressed because yeah, I mean, reg- and- regular season doesn't matter. Like I have the Bucks being the one seed in the East, even though I think the yeah, Nets- yawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. who cares? Um, it's just about the playoffs. That's the only thing that matters, especially in the shortened season. Like 
Lakers, I, I think they're going to be the one seed because they're just that stacked. But, like, since they're going to rest and, like, they barely have any, you know, time off, whatever, they could be the three seed. They could be the four seed. And they're still going to win the chip. Um, yes. But in, in terms of the Lakers, like, I think that if they got Surge instead of Trez, yes, I would have preferred that more. But they, <sighs> Surge and AD. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that lineup would have been, yeah. White, if they kept White, too. That yeah. would have been disgusting. I think they should have sold Surge on the fact that, like, hey, when AD is out, it's going to be Schroeder. It's going to be Schroeder, Caruso, Kuzma, mm-hmm. you, and Dwight. You can play the four and go shoot your corner threes as much as you want as you age. You can eat, yep. yeah. You can eat. Like, that would have been a nasty backup lineup. But I, I, maybe they should have sold him that way. They, maybe they probably did because Pelini mm-hmm. is a god uh, after this offseason. One, one time for Rob, man. <laughs> one time. Mr. Palenka, man. He and I mean, dating back to last, don't forget when uh Kawhi played us and we had to like put together the roster on the fly because I think he decided like a, almost a week into the Friday or the Saturday into free agency. Yeah, and we had this and he put that together on the fly and they still yeah. won the title. But yeah, yeah, these moves this year too. Bro, they're gonna be so filthy. Like, Dennis Schroeder is one of the most underrated players in the league. He can actually mm-hmm. defend. And he can, like, people are making way too big of a deal of, like, no, nah, I did that bench stuff the last couple of years. Like, I'm, I'm a starter. People are like, oh, my God. He wants to be a starter. LeBron James is the point guard. LeBron is like, okay, I'll be the three. I'll bring the ball up, like, half the time. Yeah, that was my attitude, too. I don't, yeah. How is this a big... When, There's when, no player that can mesh with everybody like Bron. His game is so adaptable to everyone. When Rondo and LeBron were on the court, that was their best lineup. But Rondo was bringing the ball up. And none yeah. of this even matters because in the playoffs and in the finals, like if they're in game six or game seven against the Nets in the finals, we know like, who's making the LeBron decisions. has the ball. Yeah. So who cares if Schroeder's going to start? I mean, I think it's a good thing. It's going to be Schroeder. Wesley Matthews, you know, mm-hmm. LeBron, AD, and Gasol. That's going to be their starting five, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Think ACP Mines coming off the bench. Right. Yeah, I don't mind that my, what, almost 36 – he's going to be 36-year-old point guard once, you know, a, you know, a rest yeah. <laughs> occasionally. Right. I think that's okay. Yeah. Somebody give him a spell. We're good. We're good. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, what, Trez, KCP – Caruso and Kuz. I don't even know how good. Where's Kuzma? He's like our ninth or tenth man. He's ninth. Oh. I honestly have him as a ninth man. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I am a, firmly of the mindset that him and Danny Green were by far the worst two players on the team last year. Um, I know they, I know they both get a lot of but yeah, they were by far the two worst. Just the eye test and whatever stats you want to pick up, that's fine too. But, I know, you, know you, like I, we watch every single playoff game. Danny I Green. Dri- I think I watched every single dribble of the entire season last yeah. year. Like, so, yeah. by far the two worst on the team. Like, not even mm-hmm. close. And it's like, when Michael Porter Jr. was lighting Kuzma up, and oh. pump fake, and whatever, and when he's fouling Duncan Robinson in the finals on the three, I'm like, yo, you're bouncing. Like, you gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah. But if you're the ninth he's- player on a team, then that's fine. <laughs> And I mean, he should be, he should improve still. He's still young. There should be more room for improvement. I just don't yeah. know about the minutes, but we'll see. I don't, I don't know. 
I think he'll get a lot of opportunities here to just like be, uh, you know, not like a Lou Williams, but like though I think they'll give him that freedom to see what he is because mm-hmm. even if he does, like if he did that last year coming off the bench, which he did, like I feel like I, I don't know the actual stats, but like when LeBron and AD or when LeBron came out and when Kuzma and Rondo came in and played with AD, like mm-hmm. halfway through the first, like it was just don't get down, to, like, don't change the disparity. Just, like, don't be positive, don't be negative, and, like, that's a win because when LeBron is coming in, we're going to win by 10. You know, that right. was the mindset. Like, now it's, like, Schroeder, Caruso, Kuzma, Trez, Trez and whoever, whoever else, like, AD, Marcus All, like, whoever. Like, that, that's, a, that's, that's a playoff team in the East. Like, that's a six yeah. seed in the East, I think. Like, yeah, uh, they're that team without LeBron and AD, so they're going to give Kuzma a lot of freedom, and they're going to see what he is. Yeah, that's a great point. Like last year, the way the team looked on paper, his offense off the bench was like a must, and yeah. that's why he was so disappointing. Now he's entering to this season where the expectations are low, and again, we got two six men of the year. Well, one six men and a run. No, yeah, two former six men of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Caruso, and then whatever he gives us as well is just a bonus. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like that they kept them. I, I've had weeks to sleep on it because I wanted him and Danny Green gone, obviously. But <laughs> I like the fact that they kept him because like, <laughs> six, eight, six, nine young guys who have that body type who mm-hmm. like have the tools to defend or whatever you want to call it. Like they just don't grow on trees. So to have a wing guy who, you know, take all those fadeaway deep twos as you want, or not as many as you want, but, like, do that when you get the ball late in the shot clock and just, like, be an above average or slightly above average defender Mm -hmm. as an eighth or ninth man and shoot, like, 42% from the field and, like, 30% from three. and, And we're winning the chip in a sweep. Like, that, yeah. I feel like that's what Polinka thinks. Yeah. Like, I, <clears throat> yeah, I wish he was more efficient, like, creating his own shot and so, like, actually efficient shooting, but... He tries. His, yeah, his his good games came in the playoffs. Like, he was, um, he got much better at, like, cutting. You know, he got better on the defensive end. Those were his best games, and he just found open spots. Yeah. So I hope he does more of that and just naturally, you know, hopefully another year is more improvement, but... I was texting my boy exactly that thing. He's a big Lakers fan, and we, we were texting all the time during the game, especially in the playoffs. He's one of the best cutters and slashers mm-hmm. in the league, for yeah. real. And he makes those weird angle bank shots, and, like, he has a nice mm-hmm. touch. Like, I'm not, yeah. he's not ass or anything, but, like, when he does too much, when he tries to be Kobe, then he's terrible. You know, when he well finds lanes and, like, you know – can be the bailout guy to hit a crazy corner three with two seconds on the shot clock, like then you're good. If you're mm-hmm. not getting washed and in it, like a game within a game with Michael Porter Jr. When you know, you're going to get washed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's going to improve and the team is just going to be so much better that even if he doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. Fully agreed. Whatever he gives is an added bonus. So we both agree. We got Lakers at one. I'm try- who are the rest of your playoff teams? Because uh, from last year to now, well, last season, 
sorry, two months ago to now. I know OKC's out, but other than that, <clears throat> I um I wrote it down because I knew you were gonna ask me that. I got uh <clears throat> I got here's my order. Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Suns, Trailblazers, Jazz, Warriors. I think Houston's out. Mm. Um, just because I think Harden's gone. Right. And in the East, I got the Pacers, even though they did well last year, I got them out and I got mm-hmm. the Magic out. <laughs> and I got the Hawks and the Wizards in. I got um, Bucks, Nets, 76ers, Celtics, Heat, Raptors, Hawks, Wizards. I, I want to give the Raptors and the Heat more love because I feel like they're underrated every year. But I just can't. I think the Celtics and 76ers are just better. Yeah. yeah. The Raptors are the only one from that list that give me some pause. But I guess ultimately they, they'll they make it. I would. Who do you see in the playing tournaments? Sorry, one, before you answer that. Do you see the East having a playing tournament this year? How does <laughs> that it, work exactly? <laughs> Does the nine um, have to be like a certain amount of games behind the eight? Yeah, if the nine or tenth are in a certain um, percentage, I'll look it up while we talk. There'll be a uh, a playing tournament. So, like last year, what was it? The Blade? No, the Grizzlies. Blazers and the Grizzlies. I think the tenth was so far out. I'll get it as we talk. So, but sorry, it, go ahead. The, the Blazers were <laughs> the eight, and the Memphis Grizzlies were the nine. So. Mm-hmm. The Blazers needed it potentially three games to get in. The Blazers just needed to win one. Mm-hmm. And, no, I'm sorry, two games. The Blazers needed to win one, and the Grizzlies needed to win two in a row to get in. So is it that same format? I think it gets, it's extended because I, I, I think I read it's seven to ten. So the seven would face the ten, and the eight would face the nine. But I think it was kind of a little prorated because of the pandemic. So that's why only it can't be the same rules like seven versus ten than it is like eight versus nine, right? No. Right. No, I, I'm gonna get it right now. Okay. Because yeah, this is kind of confusing. <laughs> yeah, I mean to answer your question, like I think in the East there could be like I have the Pacers and the Magic out, like they somehow make it to the playoffs every year, even though I know they're not gonna do shit. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe in the regular season, like, there'll be two games behind the Wizards or the Hawks or whoever, but or, or whatever it is, four games, five games, or whatever the spread is, especially with the shortened season, too. Um, I don't know if that helps them or hurts them, actually, now they think about it. But, yeah, there might be. Okay. There might be. This is the playing tournament, which will take place after the regular season and before the first round of the playoffs, will include the teams with the seventh highest through the tenth highest winning percentages in each conference. Okay. The team, the teams with seventh highest and eighth highest winning percentages in each conference, will each have two opportunities to win one game to earn a playoff spot. The teams with the ninth highest and tenth highest winning percentages, will each have to win two consecutive games to earn a playoff spot. Right. So that's the same as last year. So is right, it, but there was no 10, though. I don't believe... So is it 7 was, playing 10 and then 8 playing 9? Yeah, but they didn't do that. So I think they didn't do that l- because they're in the bubble. No, they, only did, they only did one. They only did eight. Yeah. Wow, that's actually... Wow, that's really interesting because you really don't want to be the 7 seed. Right. Then, because yeah. you can be, like, in the playoffs, but... 
Chris Paul or Donovan Mitchell or mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins or, you know, CJ McCollum, like whoever is in, uh, on a seven seed team, they can have a hamstring and have to miss like three games and then you can be out to a 10 seed. That's crazy. That makes it yeah. fun. Interesting. <clears throat> I think that's going to make the teams at the bottom, like not just try and get in, but, like, that group of, like – because I have, like, Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets. Like, they're the top four, I think, mm-hmm. regardless yep. of the record. Like, whatever order you want to put them in. But, mm-hmm. like, Suns, Blazers, Jazz, Warriors, Houston. Like, all those teams are fighting for, like, the five or six seed, five and six seed. That's right. really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I feel for the seventh seed that they uh... – the eighth, they deserve that. I do feel for the seventh seed, but I like it. I do I like, like it. it a lot. I mean, it's just it's different. Makes it cool. Yeah, that is next May. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. What do you think of uh, the, the Knicks draft and the Knicks off season? I, I'm just not a college guy, so I I have to uh, get your expertise on this. I never have any. Any reaction either way, especially in a season like this, it's like okay, I'll find yeah. out in a month. I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to trash them. <laughs> I get that. Back when I was in high school and in college, like, I was definitely more of a college guy. Like people in my family like went to UNC and like live right there, so like I was like a huge Tar Heel fan. But like I just steered away from it naturally the last like you know five six years. So like I really don't follow it like that. Mm-hmm. But, and I think the NCAA is stupid and it's dying and like people are just going overseas and like all that stuff anyway. Um, but that's a separate point. But I was thrilled with their pick. I mean, like you just watched this kid's highlight tape and dude, he's throwing like through the legs, dunks down like in a game and like he can hit a corner three and like you look at his like percentages in college. Not that it means shit, but it's like, it's like Kareem, Zion and this kid have like the highest <laughs> like, ever wow. <laughs> in college. And he played two wow. too. So it's like some crazy, this guy's a freak athlete that they got this kid topping. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it works out. I mean, he got, he better get used to playing 40 minutes a night. They got Thibodeau as a coach. So yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know about that mesh, but I saw that I was in it just following the chatter on Twitter. There was a playmaker that they, they wanted the, the team to get instead. Tyrese you know, right. What do you think? Of, are you good with the pick they did make and Obi Toppin, or would you? Have... I'm so happy they did not pick him. Okay. And I'm okay. definitely against the grain on this because everyone is like, they need a point guard. They need a point guard. They need a point guard. They still need a point guard, but they don't need a point guard yet because mm-hmm. even with a nasty rookie point guard, they're not shit. So, like, they just need to get the best player available, I think, until they can get to that point where they're going to make a playoff push or become a four seed or then become a contender or whatever. That's years away. But this, yeah. if you – I know you said Many. you <laughs> Watch – look up this kid, Tyrese Halliburton. He has the ugliest jump shot I've ever seen. And <laughs> people, people are like, it goes in, it goes in, it goes in. Yeah, Lonzo Ball's one in college too. And he needed to totally reconstruct his shit. And he's still not that great of a shooter. So – you know, I, I just didn't trust it. I, I like this other I, – I wanted them to trade up for LaMelo Ball. That's what mm-hmm. I want. But, you know, once that couldn't happen, then uh, I'm happy they got this guy. What do you think of the Knicks offseason moves as a whole? Um, 
I like Nerlens Noel. I like that pickup. I think he could be a solid backup center for um, Mitchell Robinson. I think they do kind of the same things. They're just like high-flying centers. Um, Julie, they got to trade Julius Randle somehow. He's a terrible fit. Um, <laughs> who else is? I like their other draft pick from Kentucky. I didn't know anything about him, but he's he looks like a sniper. Um, so I like that pick a lot. Um, well, who's their point guard? They got um, uh, Frankie Smokes is still there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's trash. And this is the last year for Kevin Knox oh. to prove himself. Yeah, and I think Dennis Smith Jr. isn't he there still? Yeah, he's still there. There's a who did we? No, we resigned. Um, he used to, I think, Peyton, Alfred Peyton. Then we resigned him to a one year. Yeah, all three of those guys are trash in my. Opinion. I agree. I'm just I'm just providing <laughs> answers. I agree. Yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah, that 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 does nothing for me. Like they, I guess they got to hope that they get a high draft pick and draft a point guard next year. I, I guess that's what they got to do. Cause you know, they could have a point guard and then RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, if he's actually somewhat good top mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson, like that's not a bad young team. If you get a decent point guard next year. Right. I, I don't think, I mean, it's, it's not good, but it's, it's definitely going in the right direction. Not they, they wrote me in again. I'm looking at their depth chart. Peyton Barrett, Obi Toppin, Randall, and um, Robinson. Frankie Smokes, Alec Burt, Reggie Bullock, <laughs> Nerlens Noel, <laughs> Kevin Knott. I didn't even know he was still there. But they wrote me in when I'm seeing all these were willing to take an undesirable contract. I'm like, all right, Chris Paul or Russell. Or Gordon. And then. Or Gordon, yeah, and then we we didn't sign any. I in the long term, I thought the Knicks were gonna, I thought the Knicks were gonna give Gordon Hayward the deal that Charlotte ends up giving him, and it would have been so terrible. That would have been bad. That would have been bad. I, I swear, I thought they were going to, because once like Danny Ainge can't pull the trigger because he was trying to steal T.J. Warren in that trade too. Mm-hmm. I there were rumblings about like. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks. Like, they have a max slot. And, like, Fred Van Vliet, like, just resigned, And, like, no traction with Russ. Like, whatever. I'm like, they're going to give Gordon Hayward $30 million a year. I'm just so happy that they just didn't. And they just are going to grow organically and not swing on, like, an injury-prone star. So It's the smartest thing. They, they made the smartest not. Yeah. Yeah. But if you could choose... Would you want any of those three between Paul? Well, clearly um, not Hayward. But. I think having Russ would have been great. Um, I know. But, I like, know. not, not long term. But, like, I would love to see him, like, in the garden, like, hopefully getting a triple-double and, like, you know, whatever. But it doesn't even matter because, like, the garden sells out every night, you know, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't it, – it doesn't – the Knicks are, like, the – most valuable franchise and they're trash trash you don't need that per se but it would have been nice though seeing somebody that you know he averaged 27 last season and russell he averaged like 27 8 and 7 and he's the 36th best player according to espn and the only person that he could get traded for was an injured player that didn't play in two years (laughs) and a pick it's that contract man yeah, I forgot what I was listening to, but I don't think an all-NBA player has ever just been traded for so little. 
he was all NBA last season, and then he got MVP, what, three years ago now? Yeah. Yeah, I just – somebody of his stature, it's kind of shocking, but – I mean, people think he's washed up and, like, he wants to be the guy and, like, he can't play with anyone else. But I actually like him on the Wizards. I think they're going to be great. I think – I, I do, too. I think Bradley Beal is going to be unlocked. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be on the Lakers in two, in two years. Yeah. I, yeah, after those two years, we definitely getting somebody. But, um, yeah, I like it. I like it. He needed a change of scenery. And I like the fit with Bradley. And him in the East, I mean, depending on the Russell we get. Because, you know, he has a chip on his shoulder. We're not getting triple-double Russ. I don't think we'll ever get that again. But I think we're getting, like, Houston Rocket Russ, which mm-hmm. is still top – 17 players in the league 15 probably something like that um and bradley beal is nice i I think he's so slept on and underrated i mean everyone says that but i actually think he's like so filthy um Mm -hmm. i think they're going to be a great pair they got bertans who's got a ratchet he can pull from the parking lot and i think they're a solid team they're definitely in the playoffs people are like they're not gonna make the playoffs i'm like this isn't the last that's crazy show. yeah like like so so aaron gordon and uh <laughs> evan Fournier can make it over russ and uh bradley mill okay yeah no if they stay yeah. healthy they're definitely in the east yeah they're good for like 50 to 55 by themselves like yeah on. oh yeah 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 i like it, it should be a good uh should be good um, do I have anything else? No, I'm trying to think. Oh, the heat. The heat. Do you believe it's a fluke run? Um, I don't think it's a fluke because I think they're nice. I think mm-hmm. they're good, but um, do I think they're going to be in the finals again? No. No, no. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think them against the box, like I had them winning against the box because it's just a terrible matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Nets just have too much firepower. They they do. They do. I mean, I like Bam Adebayo a lot. I think he's worth all the money he just got. I think he's top five defender in the league. He's like the only guy that can match up with Giannis or AD or like those guys who are athletic, mm-hmm. like six ten plus. He's the he's the only guy except like those other guys that can match up with themselves that can do that. So like, I like it. But, you know, I, they're just not going to be in the finals again. Okay. All right, before we go, though, tell me about your guy. 35, what are you expecting from him this season? Um, I'm expecting I, – I don't think – I think last year was the last year that he could win MVP. I think he still has another finals MVP in him, maybe two. Um, I'm expecting 25, 25, 12 – and six, 12 assists. He's going to have mm. average the most assists in his career, and he's going to lead the league in assists again. AD at Montrez pick and roll, and also like Marcus All, who can play, going to be nice. You know, he's going to take it easy during the regular season. You know, he'll have days where he's nice and he's the best player, but then, you know, playoff Braun. And number one seed. Number one seed, finals MVP. And then the third year of the three-peat, I think AD will probably win the finals MVP that year. Because the Lakers are, are three-peating. Oh, you got him on a three? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. LeBron holding up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. 
this year and next year, this coming year and next year, 37 and 30, 36 and 37 years old, he's still going to be a top five player in the world. He's going to be the best player in the world next year. Yeah, so, yeah, I was going to ask. So by next June, when June or July, when the finals are concluding, he'll still be the best player in the world. Oh, easily. easily. Okay. Who, who's taking his crown? I'm just asking. I'm just saying. You never know. I'm just, I'm just double checking. It's not going to be KD coming off that injury. It's not. Mm-hmm. Even though I think he's going to be second best in the world. Um, it's not. It, I don't think it'll be AD yet. It'll still be. No, like no, no. Team. He needs a little um, bit more molding. But after two, yeah. he should be ready to. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not going to. You saw what Kawhi did. You saw, right. you saw what Giannis can't do. You see right. James Harden's situation. You see Steph mm. Curry's team situation. Like, oh, that's the, yeah. You see Dame Lillard. That window Lillard has plateaued probably in terms of like that. I saw people going a little, a little hard on the Blazers moves. A lot of like for the Blazers moves. I thought they were cool. People love them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not doing shit, but like I like mm-hmm. them. I like their team. Um, who'd they get again? They re-signed Melo. Resigned Mello, got Covington. Um, I like that pickup. Resigned Cantor. Uh, Nurkic is back. They traded for two more people, I forgot. Like they rounded out their bench. Got rid of Whiteside. Got rid of Whiteside, yeah. Must be mentioned. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Do they have, do they have Trevor Reza? He got traded like five times in a day. I think he's on the Kings now. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. It's, it's hard to keep track of him. <laughs> Yeah, um, I like the Robert Covington pickup, but yeah, people were people were crowning them like the winners of the uh, off season. I'm like, okay, okay. yeah, <laughs> chill, yeah, yeah. But um, I guess on this, the things you're most excited about for next season, uh, it's the back to back. It's the back to back, and I'm I'm very excited to see KD play again. Um, I don't Without love question. I don't love KD and Kyrie's personality. I, I mean, KD is okay. I don't like Kyrie's personality, and I definitely <laughs> don't like them together. Um, but I'm just excited. He's my favorite player, I ever. I mean, I think LeBron's the goat, and he's my second favorite, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's way better than KD, and I don't think KD was ever better than him. But like, just in terms of like watching a person play. I watched him in person and I'm like, his arms are down to his feet pretty much. And he's yeah. just pulling up from 40. It's ridiculous. It's insane. So I'm excited to see Katie back for sure. Yeah, fully agreed. Uh, we're the opposite in that, in that uh, you know, where I place from, but those are the two of their generation, like post 2000, oh. like post like the Kobe Duncan, you know, those top, top, those are the two of their generation. And then maybe Steph is three, but those are definitely the two, Braun and, and yeah, I can't. We got robbed of what, like 16, 20 months now. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. Yeah. And, and Steph too. I mean, yeah. No plays out. Yeah. So, yeah, their title chances are, are done, but they should be, he's the best player in that hovering around that five to eight range. Like, yeah, he is. He is for sure. We'll he see. should show out for his team. He's got to. He's got to go back to MVP Curry, and yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know if he has that in him. I don't. I mean, I would love to see it. I think he's going to be nice, but he was f- disgusting those two years when he won MVP. So you know, we'll see. For for them to be like a five seed, I think he has to go back to MVP Steph Curry, and I just don't think he can. Yeah, 
Yeah, we got robbed with Clay being injured, but um, sad. Any parting words? Nah, man, it's great to be back. I gotta make it number five or number six whenever you know by All Star break or maybe even before. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Between now and and playoffs, we'll definitely have you back. Bro, you know, I really appreciate the time. I'm glad we finally got to get this together. 100%, bro. I'm looking forward to a crazy season that starts in, what, two weeks? Um, oh. Good opening good opening week slate. Very strong slate. I'm looking oh. forward to. And, uh, thanks again, man. Um, as always, uh, you can find us on, what, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Acast, um, Clips on IGTV, Full clips on YouTube. Um, yeah, I'm probably missing something, but Jarrell usually does this. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, as always, uh, this is Cooling Out. My brother Austin, thank you. And uh, stay cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.